You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast sponsored by Go Proposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is Go Proposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardized pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck. If you're not using it already, I highly recommend you check it out. Just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the latest episode of the Bookkeepers podcast. Hi and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm here with Claire Johnson from Bluebell Bookkeeping and Admin Services. How are you Claire? I'm good thank you Zoe. Yeah glad it's Friday but also sad that it's the last day of bootcamp. <laughs> I know oh yeah it's it's been a really hectic week we've had so much going on and and I've loved it but also it's it's kind of nice when you're like oh things are going to calm down tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> We've got a quiet weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um tell me about you maybe yeah, tell me about you and your bookkeeping practice and how you got started. I'd love to know. Okay, so my background, my career started as a nursery nurse. I went to college and did nursery nursing. Um, I then was manager of a day nursery when I had my son, who's 23 now. Um, he came to nursery with me. And then three years later, I had my daughter. And it didn't make sense to have them both in the nursery because I'd been working for nothing, as a lot of people do. Um, so in the meantime, my ex-husband had bought into a franchise. Um, and I, we decided that I would become the accounts and admin person or I'd do a bit of help on the side um and train myself up in sage over the years obviously we i ran the accounts and admin department and uh i um we ended up having three franchises so we had uh making good money we had you know nice nice cars boats holidays etc etc um thought that was it that was my life for the, the rest of eternity uh running the accounts department for the three businesses but then in 2017 he decided that he didn't want to be with me anymore so my whole life was rocked um went through nasty divorce um lots of horrible comments were said between us um kids I had to be careful the kids were 15 and 18 so that quite impressionable age and you know mum's wrong or dad's wrong etc etc um, so it was clear that I couldn't continue to work in the businesses and um, I thought went through the divorce um, and then I thought right, what do I do now I've got a house to pay for you know bills to pay so I bought into another franchise which was slightly missold to me um, and ended up <laughs> I bought into a pregnancy franchise a gender scan reveal gender reveal and pregnancy scanning clinic me and my new partner you know found the premises put the floor in put the walls in did all the painting got all the equipment etc etc um had my cqc inspection in january 2020 and they failed my registration because i didn't have a medical background um which uh, the franchisor had said i didn't need but cqc had changed their regulations in the meantime so oh, I was like, oh, what do um, i do now um so the franchisor's answer to that was get someone else to be a registered manager. And I was like, that's my, ba- my business, my baby. I don't want to do that. Why is someone else going to be responsible? Um, so I managed to offload the premises to a competitor. I had a five-year lease on the premises. Um, so 
he took that off me in the June 2020, obviously in the pandemic. So then I was like, I just go back to admin and bookkeeping, you know. So mm -hmm. in the, the week after in July 2020, I formed Bluebell Admin Services as a limited company because that's what we'd had before. So I didn't really know about sole traders. Well, I just go limited from the start. Um, and yeah, I was kind of a bit desperate. Just give me any work. I'll do anything, you know, note taking at meetings, etc. It wasn't necessarily just bookkeeping. It was just give me work. I'll do anything. Um, started my networking journey online, which was looking back was quite good for me because there's, I think when you go think about going to networking, there's always that feeling of walking into a room full of strangers and everybody's in their groups chatting. But for me it worked really well because everybody was online so it was all on zoom and I got to know people but now when we've gone back face to face I already know those people you know a bit like in the community we all feel like we know each other but we've never some of us have never met um and when we do meet it's just like meeting friends so um it's um it's been really good so over I had my logo and my branding done in the June 2020 but so I worked with that until probably earlier this year um, and then I needed to rebrand because it was Bluebell Admin Services. I was being seen more as a VA rather than a bookkeeper. It wasn't coming up on Google searches, etc. So I was like, no, nah, need to rebrand, need to get bookkeeping in there. Mm -hmm. um, and I was going to be Bluebell Bookkeeping, but obviously a a lovely Annabelle is Bluebell's bookkeeping. So I was like, no, I can't really do that. So I've kept the admin in as well. So I'm now Bluebell Bookkeeping and Admin, had a complete rebrand. I look back at my old logo and my colours now and I go, <laughs> what was I thinking? But my new branding I can't even remember your old branding I'll be no, honest I look at it now and I go oh my god that was horrible um, um but now I'm and that's made me more confident as well you know now my clothes are branded you know I'm wearing the same colors when I go out to networking meetings etc etc so um yeah it's made me a lot more confident to put myself on social media as well um you know going through the divorce and failure of the first business was a big knock to my confidence um especially when my ex-husband left you know I lost a stone and a half in six weeks had a complete breakdown okay. um and even just advertise putting myself out on social media I was scared of what he'd think what his family would think and mm. now I'm over it I don't care I'm out there I'm on social media and I'm loving it <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I love your journey and I love your confidence right now. Like whenever we hang out with you, you've got just got this amazing energy and um and I really love that. And I know that it's it's taken a lot of work to get there. Mm. Um can you tell me about you know you said you started with networking online. Yeah. How did you decide which networking groups to get involved? Were they local? Were they like sectors? What did you do? I went to them all. Any networking, I went to it. Um because I was that desperate to start my business and get work so as many as I could fit in my diary I went to um you know there were days I probably weeks initially I probably did 20 network meetings online a week um for a day um just trying wow. to build connections but the good thing was when it was on zoom I could connect with everybody on LinkedIn so as soon as but I'd sit here finding them on LinkedIn and will you connect with me so my LinkedIn profile got stronger because I was connecting with people and most of the people on my LinkedIn, I have met in one, one way or another, um, which is really good because they know me and I know them. Um, sometimes I'll go, hmm, recognize them. What's their name? <laughs> but, you know, there is that connection there. So it's really good. That's a really good tip for anybody to start just looking for. And do you still do online networking? Is that still part of what you do? 
Um, not as much, no, because most of them have gone back face to face. Um, I, I tried every single group. I went to loads of BNIs, you know, so many different networking groups. And I think you've just got to go and visit them and find your tribe and find out where. So now I'm a member of three networking groups and I go to them face to face. One of the groups is a mixture of face to face and online. So some meetings are online, some are face to face, but they've got meetings in different areas. So and it means that I can broaden my geographical area as well, because some of them are in Southampton or, you know, I'm, I'm near Basingstoke, so I'm Northampshire, but you can network anywhere if it's online. Yeah, definitely. And actually, we've got lots of bookkeepers and accountants in the group have clients all over the country. So it just shows yeah. that you can do that. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of marketing now for your business, um, you um, you go to the networking groups that you've, I guess, have found clients in. Those are the ones yeah. that are working for you. And then what else are you doing um, to market yourself? Social media, really. Um, networking and social media is where my life is at. I spend most of my day on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and now TikTok. Who thought that would happen? <laughs> I see you on TikTok. <laughs> Realistically, does it does social media work? I mean, I guess you've built your network on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. So you're engaging with people that you know from networking regularly and they're seeing yeah. you coming up. Do, do you find that you have conversations on social media with prospects? Um. Yes, I think I really struggled with Instagram. Facebook was my first one. Um, but Instagram, I really struggled with to start with because I was like, what am I going to post a picture of? Mm. Now I post the same thing to every platform, um, probably almost daily. Um, there's something going on. Whereas before I was quite scared about it and, and doing the lives and the reels, I found it, I find it so much easier to just pick up my phone when I'm walking the dog and record myself chatting away. I'm I'm going to this networking meeting this week. Yes, Kath, in the casino. I do go networking in the casino at half seven on a Wednesday morning. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll take pictures when I'm there and, and go, I'm, I'm this is where I am this week or this is what I've done today. You know, if you want to come along, come and, come and join me. Um, but it's, um, yeah, there's a real, I find it easier to pick up the phone when I'm walking the dog than I do to, put my phone here at my desk which is really weird I need to get over that uh, well do you I suppose it's like do you actually need to and like if it's working for you and that's yeah. where people would expect to see you then maybe that's okay yeah. Um, yeah you said you were saying at the beginning you know you were worried about um with your divorce um your husband your ex-husband finding like seeing your social media and things like that did you keep yourself off of social media at first or, or did you just go for it anyway I wouldn't say I posted as much because I was conscious of what I was putting out there. You know, I mean, I was at the point I didn't even want to put my phone number on business cards because mm. I thought then he's going to get my phone number. And uh, so what I did was I found someone who could supply me with a landline, which diverts to my mobile. Um, and that didn't seem to scare me as much, even though he could still ring that number. It didn't bother me. Um, but yeah, so I pay for that still and I think people like having a landline number to ring as well I think people are a bit old-fashioned like that I don't mm -hmm. I had don't a landline like number yeah I agree yeah. I think so too it looks more professional doesn't it to yeah. have a, like, uh, a landline number yeah um how did you, you obviously you're much more confident now to be yeah. on social media what have you done to build that confidence I think the rebranding has helped. Um, having people around me has helped. You know, my family and friends have been amazing. And having the 6FB community as, you know, and, you know, I know we've done a lot of work on mindset and confidence and 
I've got some great friends in the 6FB community and and like I say you know some of them I've never even met but we're all still friends and and we all have the same struggles and just coming to the the weekly sessions and going or you know posting in the success lounge group I'm struggling you know what what would somebody do about this that even if I'm not posting I'd learn things from what other people have posted and the answers other people have given so yeah it's really good for that one of the things I often speak to people about um slightly different but people who are employed still and they're looking to build a practice on the side and then they really struggle with marketing because they kind of trying to hide, hide themselves away because yeah. maybe they don't want their employer to see how serious they are about their side hustle but yeah. at the same time they need to get out there and then they're really stuck yeah. and I hence you probably have this like real sticking point of why well, I need to really push the business because I've got to pay for my house yeah but at the same time oh I really don't want to do it and then yeah. I guess at some point you have to like push through and take that leap to do it yeah and I, th- I think you know the the I think it something just clicked in my head and I just went I've got to do it and once you start doing it the easier it gets mm. um like I say, if, if that's just me walking the dog, you know, some days I'm posting a video of I'm throwing the ball and I'm talking and it doesn't matter. You know, one of my, it's become more apparent this year to me that people want to see me. So I've noted, I mean, one of my best viewed pictures on social media is me at the retreat with a glass of wine. It's actually my profile picture on Facebook um, saying I'm the last one standing. Everyone's gone to bed. And I'm, and that's one of my be- best performing posts that I've done. <laughs> yeah, Claire was still standing. I mean, I'll go to bed at eight o'clock if I get. <laughs> <laughs> I was left to clear up the wine on the table. And, and I think, you know, at first I was a bit like, oh, I'm just being seen as the wine drinker. But actually people like that. And that's become me. And and that's my reputation. And even when we went to the book launch last week, it was like, let Claire get the wine. Claire's having a wine. Um, but right, people get me. to know you. People know you better. It's like yeah. we, were, we were doing a training in the Facebook group earlier this week. And we were talking about what are the posts that have really performed. And it's it's the stuff that you're like why would anyone care about that yeah. thing but it's the bits that show insight into who you are uh, yeah. that helps them because they'll, they'll see a bit of themselves oh that looks like so much fun I wish I was there what's she doing she must be really good fun to hang out with. I actually took on a client last year and he said he'd been stalking my Facebook I think and he said what well, he, he was having a bit of a meltdown on a Friday night and he was looking for a new bookkeeper and he said I was looking through your Facebook page he said as soon as I got to the point where I saw you like a glass of Prosecco on a Friday night, I knew we'd get on. Oh, amazing. Just yeah. got to be real, you know, and, and that will stick with me because it, if that's something that they can identify with with me, then fine. You know, I mean, yeah, I've got I've got two grown up kids. I've got a dog and um, I drink. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> um when you're posting on, so you're not always posting photos of you of a glass of wine on social no, media though I know no. that I do post serious stuff sometimes <laughs> and you also said you post pretty much every day and people will be like I really admire you for that that's like for a lot of people that is a big ask to post every day how do you get your inspiration for posting on social media I didn't even realize that I'm posting nearly every day because I don't I don't plan it um it's just something everything is content 
So whatever I'm doing is content. You know, I mean, there have been a lot of posts recently because we've been to the book launch and the ICB summit and, you know, everything like that. So there has been a lot of content. I for Wednesday, I was at the Free Agent Roadshow, but it just seems that in between. So like this week, there's been Rebecca Bennyworth on the Martin Lewis Money Show. So oh, I'll have a post about that. There is content to be found everywhere. Whatever you are doing, even if it's walking the dog or you know, taking the kids swimming. I know Kath does lovely videos with her kids walking back from school or swimming or whatever. So, you know, there is there is something to be posted, whatever you're doing. And it's just turning that into something your clients would be would care about or that yeah. they can relate to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um so how are you finding the majority of your clients these days? <laughs> I think the word of mouth is starting to come through now. So a big thing for me is because I've been going to the networking, you know, you get the, the Facebook, I'm looking for recommendation for, I've built that strong network where I will, someone's looking for an IFA or a solicitor. I know I will recommend the two people. I'm not going to name them, mm-hmm. but I also know if someone's looking for a bookkeeper, they will recommend me. So we've kind of got this little game going on. I don't, is yeah. it, it's not an agreed thing then. It's not, no, like, no that's nothing. interesting nothing's agreed but it's just like yeah we'll just comment and go yes you need to go and speak to this person so it's especially in one of the local groups but um yeah the word is getting out there now and I had a discovery call last week and I said how did you find me he said you know what I don't really know he said he he lives in the next village and uh he said oh he said my wife goes to the school and there was people she was asked a few people and they all said you he said and then I asked a couple of and they all said you um, looked at your website your reviews are amazing mm. and I've had two people say that now your reviews on your website are amazing and they're like almost shocked at how amazing those reviews are so I think you need to be getting those reviews and putting them on there as well how are you doing that Claire what's your wh- how, when do you ask for reviews and what kind of thing do you ask people so you get the best reviews possible I didn't think I was that good at it to be fair <laughs> I was like you were a pro so um I normally get them to I send them my Google review link so they're all on Google and then I find I can repurpose them onto social media from there so Um, you don't ask them to answer specific questions you just say could you give me a review yeah yeah I think there's some of them I know there's clients of mine that still haven't done a review so maybe I do need to take that tactic of doing a question thing or write it for them or you know do whatever but, yeah, I think there's definitely you can definitely say ask them the questions that you would really like the answers yeah. to that you know would be powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a client wanted to leave and I said, You're not going until you give me a review. <laughs> and he left an amazing review. So I also oh, I think it was more the accountant with wanted to take the bookkeeping in-house. And you know, it it wasn't my fault. So he was happy to leave a really mm-hmm. good review. Okay. Um tell me about the rebrand then. So you did that this year. What what how, what was the brand like before? What kind of process did you go through to rebrand? And um, yeah, I don't think I've got an old card to hand. Um, it was it was done by a friend. It did the job, but it wasn't brilliant. And and I liked it at the time. Don't get me wrong. I was like, yes, I really like that. Yes, brilliant. Now I look at it and I go, oh my god. Um, You've just moved on. You've changed. Yeah. Things have changed. You know yourself yeah. better. Yeah, I'm more confident. It was very pastely um, in colours, whereas now obviously the colours are bolder uh but yeah I kind of because I wasn't getting the SEO I thought right I need to bring bookkeeping in it into it because it was just Bluebell admin services and like I say mm-hmm. people saw me as a VA um so I needed to bring the bookkeeping in so that it was coming up on Google because I wasn't coming up on Google at all 
Uh, and then I got the, I kind of did most of it myself. I went on a branding workshop, um, learned so much from that, even down to what colours to use. I think I showed you the booklet at the retreat and yeah. it, it's all psychological. So if you look at companies with yellow logos, they're all very happy. Um, accountants, bookkeepers tend to be blues and greens because blue is trustworthy and all that psychology that went into it. My mind was blown. So then I spent ages designing this, this logo in Canva. Love um, the colours weren't quite right. And the guy that ran the branding workshop gave me a few suggestions. So in the end, I did pay him to finalise it for me. And it was like, where do you put the book? Where where does the bookkeeping and admin sit, etc.? And then we got to the point where, yeah, I'm happy with that. So then, and it was all about coming up with your mission statement and your values. So mine is now fun, sustainable, supportive bookkeeping, increasing profits and time. Um, nice. And yeah, it's just, there's so much to think about. I was quite stressed doing my rebrand. <laughs> I have to admit. There is a lot because you feel like I'm like, this is like your sort of stamp in the, like, I'm here. This is me. I've got to work with this for a really long time. Yeah. It's got to be right. So it feels like yeah. you're making this massive decision. And it's not just the colours, it's the fonts and the where everything's put as well. It's just such a headache. But no, I'm, I'm really happy with it. And I think it's made me more confident as well. I think that's, we haven't, I can't remember who I was speaking to now about, um, Oh, it was Philippa Haynes. We were talking about branding on Wednesday. And um, she was saying, you know, this is why you we ask people to send their bookkeeping to us because we're specialists. That's why you got someone involved at the end. You, you had a very clear idea of what you needed, but you needed that expert support to make it just right for you. Yeah. And it's like we as bookkeepers say, you know, I mean, you don't know what you don't know is the saying, isn't it? And just get a professional in to do it. And mm -hmm. I know at the beginning, I was like, I don't want to spend all the money because, you know, you're trying yeah. to make money, not spend money. Um, but it's, it's so worth it. It's got to be done. Just, and I feel happier knowing that a professional's looked at it and finalised it. All right, I did most of the groundwork, but the professional has come in and gone, I think you should use this colour. I think you should move this a bit. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't, you don't see things like that. A bit like you with your book cover. Yeah, no, absolutely absolutely that so you I can see your banner behind you which I love do you take that around with you when you're networking or what do you not do you unless I'm talking okay and then um and what else do you have like generally because I think people are often when they're starting out they're like I'm gonna need some business cards yeah and, and that seems to be like the big I need a logo and a business card so yeah. what else do you have like what kind of marketing materials do you really use in business for anyone who's thinking what's worth me investing in I have my business card, which I haven't got to hand, but I also got these postcards done as well. Um, just telling a bit more. And I think it's a good idea to have your QR code. It's a good idea to have a picture of yourself. Um, and yeah, where you can find me, basically. So I've got the postcards. Um, I actually got those done because I sponsored a networking festival last year. No, this year, June. Um, I'm doing next year's as well, which is June, which is in Guildford. So I've sponsored a networking festival. So I took my banners, took my cards, took my business cards. Um, and then, and then of course, I've got my MTD booklet, which has just been done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's lots going on at the moment. Okay. Um, and what? so for someone who is new on this journey, and we can see lots of people saying here, you know, branding is an investment. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah. um, where... What, well, where would you start? Like, what would you say to somebody about where's the right place to start when thinking about what, what are you really going to need to get your brand out there? 
uh, I think you need to, well, first of all, you need to start with what sort of company, you know, that's all in the book, what sort of business setup you're going to want in the future. Don't mess about and and don't half do it at the start. I, I half did it um, and I regret it. And I wish I'd just invested the money and done it properly from the start, because I do think it held me back from getting clients for a good year. Um, because you hadn't gone all in on the bookkeeping, do you think? Did, on the branding. You still do admin. Do you you still offer admin services? I do. I mean, I had a client a discovery call the other day, and the guy said, "Oh, what I liked about you is you you've got admin as well as bookkeeping. So, what does admin cover?" And I was like, um, "Well, a lot of my clients give me their email account, so I have access to their emails. So yeah. that then I can forward the invoices on to Dext." Um, I said, and my other half does websites, so that's kind of admin. Um, so yeah. it's, it's you know, but realistically, you're pulling back from the admin part yeah, because that is the value in the business. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting because I saw somebody else in the comments saying that they started out with admin as well. I can't find the comment now, but um, I think that we keep ourselves small. I had a chat with someone this morning who yeah. was saying like, "What's the best way to take money out of my business? Uh, can I do this? I'm trying to not pay. Like, I don't want to pay like too much tax. Yeah. You're paying tax if your business is great. You're in a good place. Yeah. Um, like think big. Think about what your goals are. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing. Since I, I've changed the business from January, so I've started Go Proposal because last year it was all about how many hours have I worked because I was on the hourly price. How yeah. many hours have I worked? I can't afford to go on holiday. Um. How many hours have I done this week? How many hours am I invoicing this month? Uh, it's, and then January, after the boot camp, I took the plunge and went to go proposal. And that has just changed everything. So now my clients are on fixed fee pen in advance. I can go on holiday. I can invest money in my business. Whereas last year, it was like, I'm not spending anything. I, I don't know what I can afford. But doing the fixed fee monthly has given me the freedom to know I've got money in the bank at the point I'm going I need to spend some money otherwise I'm going to be paying a lot of corporation tax next year <laughs> <laughs> what's the goal then so if you think ahead to like next year what would you really like to do into is it just you in the business are you yeah, to yeah. Grow a team or what what would you like to happen next year I'm a bit torn on growing a team um purely because obviously we we had I had employees before and dealing with the whole HR I think I am getting to the point where I will need to subcontract um but that's another mindset issue that I need to get over because it's relinquishing the control and passing it to someone else. Do you feel like the business is ready for you to do that? Have you got like the system so that you could bring someone in? I think it's getting to that point. Yeah. I mean, I must admit, I, I had no processes or anything. So that was one of the things that I worked on at the retreat, as you know, is just getting those processes in place. Um, because I think that's like, yeah, I'll do it one day. <laughs> And that accountability never comes. So, you know, I'm really glad that now that's all in place. I think my systems this year have changed completely. So I feel like Dext is an employee. Um, that's really changed things for me when I took that on earlier in the year. No, that might have been last year, actually. Um, but yeah, Dext is my first employee for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting to talk to you about all of this journey with like the things you've invested in, because it's like you kind of go along and then you have these steps and you're like, right, I need to do this next thing to move to the next yeah. level. And then this next thing comes up. And now it's like, OK, I might need somebody to come and support yeah. me in the business. So I think um, I'm a bit scared of making it a team as well. Uh, you know, and that's another mindset issue I've got. It, and I think because I've had the money, the nice holidays, the boats, etc. before, in my mind, I'm happier now than I was then. So why do I want to go back and have all that money? I'm, I'm a bit 
I don't really know how to describe it. I'm almost scared to go back to that position because I'm happier now than I was then. Mm -hmm. And I suppose that's about, yeah. And in like in the program, we talk about what your goals, why are you here in business? What is it that you actually want to achieve? And some, some of those things will have a monetary value attached to them, but some of them will be things like flexible work. There were people last night saying, you know, for me, actually, I just want to work two days a week and know that I don't have to worry about money. And if that's where you are, then that's really great. But it, no one wants to be working as many hours as possible at an hourly rate just to make sure that they can pay the bills. No one wants yeah. that. It's yeah. like, what do you want things to look like? Yeah. I do feel at the moment that I've created a job, not a business. But it's a, but it's getting to the point where I'm building a business. And yeah. if I can just get over my mindset, I can make it that. <laughs> okay. What, what do you... I'm like, what can we do, Claire? We need to chat. We need to chat. <laughs> it'll get there maybe next year but yeah I think um, it's that that, isn't it's like what are you comfortable with what do you need to really be doing in the business because at the moment you're doing all the things and you're very happy doing all the things yeah that's it isn't it you're really happy with that and that's great but if you want to grow if you want to have the opportunity to bring more money into the business you can't do everything to make that possible so what do you have to change to make that yeah. And I, you know, I am in a fortunate position in that my kids are in their twenties now. So they both still live here, but they've got their own cars. They don't need me running them around. My other half lives on the Isle of Wight. So it's just me really. Um, and if I want to work 12 o'clock till 10 o'clock, I can, you know, there, there's no demands on me um, apart from mum and dad going, <laughs> you know, different things come up, but I've got the flexibility that if I need to go out, I can catch up at another point. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it sounds like you've made that possible by the changes you've made to move away from the I must be working and getting this hourly rate in to yeah. actually I'm going to get the work done. I'm going to do it in the way that works for me. And I guess yeah. you've probably freed yourself up a bit by charging that fixed fee instead. Absolutely, yeah. I just need to train the clients to be sending me their stuff quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole day of nagging and chasing yesterday. Oh. Your back return won't be done unless you send it to me. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah train the clients always yeah um yeah. thank you so much Claire I think everyone's like everyone's loved this conversation I've learned so much from you and about your business and your background as well um can you let people know how they can connect with you and find out more about you yeah so it's Bluebell Bookkeeping and Admin on all the socials I'm Claire Johnson on LinkedIn and the website is www.bluebelladmin.co.uk amazing thank you so much Claire we'll see thank everyone you. Thanks everyone for joining live as well. We're going to be back at two o'clock. We're speaking to Lucy Sheridan about being yourself on social media. She's the comparison coach and she's going to make sure we're not comparing ourselves to other people. Um, I think it's going to be a really nice conversation. So see you back at two o'clock. See you later. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.